Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort, ride by ride, land by land, park by park, to determine which is better. I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity answer the long elusive question, which is better, Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Joining me, as always, is Dan... Hey, I'm Dan. Uh, Christmas came early. We got a boo at Bob JPEG. Boo or Bob JPEG. Did we? And yeah. Eric. Uh, I mean, the, the beard, though. Uh, he's he's looking professional. He made GQ with that beard. Uh, what? So do, you, do you think they were booing the beard? <laughs> oh, maybe. No, more thumb. More That's funny. thumb. We don't um, know you. We're of the course talking from the about audience. More, more thumb, thumb. More thumb. Oh, that's the that's fun t-shirt. That's, that's the hashtag. <laughs> um, we are of course talking about the D23 Expo that is currently going on in Anaheim. By the time this episode comes out, everything we're going to talk about um, is <laughs> irrelevant and out of date. So we're going to dig right in. Today is the remembrance of September 11th. Never forget. Well, what we could add is we, we could try to predict how Tom Corliss or the new assistant Tom Corliss. Will, oh, I like him a lot. You like assistant Tom Corliss? I do. <laughs> Corliss Ron and Corliss. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> um, we can predict how they're going to freak out and make it about them. Well, here's what I predict <laughs> is that they're going to react with. We knew all this stuff. There's nothing we learned. <laughs> Yeah. That wasn't something we already knew, except for Moana Land, you know, Coco Land, and um, Zootopia Land, and these things that are sort of being teased with concept art. But they got so burned in 2019 because mm-hmm. they couldn't do any of it because ultimately COVID. So it's right. like, hey guys, th- listen, there's this thing that happened. We we took a stop, but we didn't give up, and here's possible things that might eventually happen with some concept art i i saw a little bit of that and i i kind of didn't mind because pre in previous years it was like this is coming and it's gonna be awesome and you're gonna blow your mind and it's gonna happen in three days from now and um and then the things didn't happen so now it was they got on stage like um here are some things that maybe who knows here's where we're going uh send us an email (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just some highlights from i just happened to tune in like right when i was right when it was starting i think tomorrow gets up um they start talking about disneyland and some stuff that we kind of already knew about and so much of it it was stuff that's actually being built like it's not an announcement if it's being built or already built like the Tron coaster, which Josh tomorrow showed him riding on 
And we were like, all right, well, is it going to be October 1st, the beginning of their fiscal year? Is it going to be November? Are you going to do it in time for Christmas? Supreme. Oh, sorry. Spring of 2023. <laughs> Spring. Which, by the way, could go to June 21st. Mm-hmm. Which means... And it will. It, <laughs> it may still be in their next fiscal year. Fine. This is a ride but, that they've built in another country. This is, I know. This is a clone. I, a think clone. It's infra- I think it's the infrastructure around the thing. What do you is mean? it the swamp? No, I'm, do no, they I have mean, to like, like shoe gators away from the ride? Drain the well, swamp. Oh, God. <laughs> I think no. I, I think it's probably something along the lines of like you know the railroad and then testing that and getting that running and getting you know the exits and the drinking fountains and you know well, like, they're running the they're, they've laid the track and they're running the train. Yeah, people well, have let's not dirty and talk about laying track. I think that. Um, <laughs> mm. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we might actually be, and I and I don't know how I feel about this, but we we might be witnessing like a change where Disney's like hedging their bets a little bit, where it's just like, well, if we're gonna tell you the latest time it could happen, and then if it happens earlier, then hey, we can you know do an extra you know exclusive lightning lane so that you can ride the new thing, and then well, know, yeah, fall. the ride is built and. Yeah. Um, and it's being run. So it, everything that you're talking about is just aesthetics. I don't think it's, you know, they can pour concrete and build bridges and stuff. I mean, some of it, it's dumb is what I'm getting at is dumb, but no, I think that's the, the coreless reaction. Also, I think if a haunted mansion was tied, I think uh, that the God. hat box ghost coming to Disney world I knew this would happen. Relitigating. I think already. the hat box ghost coming to Disney world just solidifies it. Go back it's and listen so, to that episode. It's so much better. I don't know why anyone would even bother with the Disneyland one. They should blow it up. <laughs> well, listen, they do six months out of the year. So mm-hmm. uh, anyway, we don't have to do it. I just thought it was cool that they're bringing the hat box goes. That's, that's fan. Yeah. That's fan. What are the, what's the word? When you um, pay tribute to fantastic. Uh, well, fan milking, fan service. Yeah, fan service, um, thank you. It is fan service, which is... They're little pay pigs what they want. And then uh, then they're like, this big thing is like, at Epcot, there's a little character that you can only see in your imagination. And people are just like losing their minds. And we're like, oh my God, they're going to bring back Figment with the Dream Finder. They're going to change no. that ride. And they're like, we're bringing Figment back. What? Like, yeah. A character. They're bringing a walk around character sometime next year, and that's this is like, what, <sighs> here's what the algorithm told told us that you want, right? You know, i I remember I remember Dream Dreamfinder and Figment when Dreamfinder was walking around and had his Figment puppet. I had Figment take the hat off of my head and throw it on the my little goofy hat and throw it on the ground. The goofy hat with the little little teeth and the ears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but, strong memory and i i know that it's in videos and he, he that was just a regular thing for him but seriously that was that was one of the things that made epcot amazing for me like holy cow that imaginary dragon did pull the hat off of my head and throw it on the ground and it was hilarious yeah your imagination and, is very vivid and now and now there's a a large I don't know that I mind the large character. I mean, it's one, fine, but, but if you're going to make a, a big finder. announcement, yeah, yeah. get the dream finder I, with the puppet or change the ride so that people actually want to go on it. They're never going to change the, well, not now they're going to, they're going to change the ride because people go to the ride and people like figment mm-hmm. figment is back. 
Like he's in all oh, the Epcot stuff. He's selling well. Yes, he's in all the, the festival things. Buckets, yeah. Right. Why would they? Why would they make? Why would they invest money in the ride again? Uh, well, and why would they sucks. bring Dreamfinder back? Because nobody, air quotes, nobody knows who that is anymore. Mm-hmm. That's, That's fair. fair. And I bet, and I'm not sure when we're going to get audio of uh, Bob and Josh doing their next Dirty Yellow Strap, but. It was very, I very suspect. Uh, I suspect they might, we, there might be a footage of them talking about these ideas before. And we, we just might get late. And I, 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 I I'm, I'm going to take note just in case. Okay. Yeah. And just I just, so we can, we can say how well we predicted right, their next right. episode. And I just wonder if maybe um, at the end of the day, it came down to a staffing issue. Because if you have a dream finder with a figment, then you have to train that dream finder to be a face character and to puppeteer the thing. Mm-hmm. It, instead, you could just get like some Orlando teen and it's like, here, go out. You're Chuck E. Cheese now. Have fun. Yeah. Um, boop, 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 boop. Yeah. They, just so, dancing around. What is by the way, <laughs> um, just uh, just uh, as a tribute to our listeners, I think that we have a, a, I know we have a very loyal following, which is great. Almost every concierge booking I do is from a listener. And, um, and even if they just listen to ears up, uh, one of them recently just booked. I talked about their family on the last episode with May and Natalie, and I threw their yeah, you, mentioned you their outed name. her name and every one of her children yes. in order. <laughs> and um, the, and she's the favorite. Like, the order. Hey, yeah, it was great to listen to you on ears up. I'm like, what? what are you talking about? Because it's been a few years. She's like, yeah, it was an old episode, but it was great to hear your voice. So she doesn't listen to the Supreme Resort. My point is, um that the same number of people downloaded dirty yellow strap as download all the rest of the episodes. Wow. <laughs> so I wow. think we have a, a loyal enough fan base. They're going to listen even if we're do dumb I, stuff or no one logged into that Twitch stream. I'm sure. Other well, than that was, me and Dan, that's not, we, we yeah, watched you guys did because you watched, watched them. them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I'll also, have to, I'll, have to, I'll have to go take a look at their, uh, their VODs and maybe download the audio or something. There you go. Uh, also, um, or what I like from Scott Ackerman doesn't say on demand. He says on polite request, which I really <laughs> think is funny. And he also refers to his, uh, his wife as his ex-girlfriend. I really, I like I, that, I like that tickles one. me so much. Anyway. That's amazing. So, D23, oh, no, so they, new, new nickname for my wife. <laughs> to round it out. Um, <laughs> Uh, they they kind of pre-announced the idea maybe that uh, they're going to do a Zootopia and or Moana where Dinoland is, and they're going to do something they're calling Beyond Thunder Mountain. Like, did you ever wonder what was beyond Thunder Mountain? What was behind it? But just build a new thing. Well, and the thing is, when the way it was prefaced was they're they're revamping Frontier or New Frontiers or whatever they said because they did new. To, the guy was like, "Hey, you did New Fantasyland." What about, you know, have you thought about Frontier and you're thinking about new Frontier? So I'm thinking, well, they have to do something because of Tiana. So they're going to kind of mix it up, but they're not. So May's (laughs) idea of Rivers of America is surrounded by just America land. Yeah, but I don't think that's happening. Um, Behind Thunder Mountain is Latin America land. Yeah, Latin America's land. Um, Celebrate churros. Yeah, that everybody. <clears throat> um, also, I, I don't see. I don't mind that's that stuff, but like, 
I, it, it, Disney has this corporate speak and they, they, they speak to us like we're children, which I mean, some of us are in some ways, but I mean, like, I don't need the narrative. I don't need the, like, this is why you will like this thing. Well, there's just like, here's this cool thing. Oh, I hate that so much. I'm so um, tired. Yeah. Of that. It's annoying. And, and the other thing is the pandering, but it's like, like just, on some of the stuff he was saying that, you know, he's like, we have harmonious and people are like, oh, yay. Yeah. He's like, come on, guys, you like it. Come on. No. It's like pandering to get people to applause. I, I, I just wish that they would, instead of doing that, they would just say like, hey, here's this cool thing. And then, yeah, that looks really cool. And then here's why this is actually better than what it looks like. Here's here's some of the idea. You see this thing? You see how cool that is? That's actually this. Mm-hmm. And then like kind of instead of it being like the rich storytelling of the Walt Disney Company, mm-hmm. one day Walt realized Disney thought it was a fart, He was a dreamer. It was, and it was a magical little mouse. It's just like, come on. Just mm-hmm. um they they debuted a commercial basically celebrating a hundred years of the company, and it was it was it was good. It was kind of touching. And then they okay. debuted the new song for their new show melodious or whatever it is at Disneyland next year. Um, memorious. Yeah. Something yeah, like memorious. that. Oh, and the, Disney, the Disney adventure and the Disney, uh, <sighs> Disney adventure, which is the, one of the new ships and the Disney other one. Sorry. You, that, you that know, it's a ship. Before. Yeah. It's a ship. It's like Disney, like adventure and no Disney treasure is the other new ship. Oh, it's like how before we knew any better, we used to make fun of the names of like independent Chinese restaurants, like happy fun walk palace mm-hmm. panda. Like mm-hmm. it's, just stop it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you got to name the ships I and mean, every, every cruise ship cruise line does that. Uh- Your attention, please. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, so also today is 9-11. Uh, never forget, we won't do a, a tribute to 9-11 today, but I have a, a, one of my colleagues is doing the Wisconsin Ironman. So I today. should get out of the, the patriotic costume then. <laughs> you should take off your Uncle Sam Down beard. the sparklers. Okay. Um, but yeah, my, my uh, colleague is doing the Wisconsin Ironman. He started at like seven in the morning and I'm watching him. Like there's an app where you can track along. Like currently... He did the first, the 2.2 mile run he did in like an hour and a half. So imagine swimming for an hour and a half. It's 50 degrees and it's raining. And then he got on his bike and he has to do a 112 mile bike. And he is currently at mile 117 or no, wait, one, what does it say? 106. He's at mile 106. Wow. After he does that, he's got to run a marathon in the rain in 50 degree weather. And currently I can barely walk across the room. So in solidarity guys, today I went to LA fitness in LA. I flew out. Um, 
I'm still there from the trip. <laughs> and I went to LA Fitness and I, I swam 750 meters. I biked nine miles and I ran three miles. It was called a sprint triathlon in solidarity. It took me a hundred, a hundred minutes, <laughs> not even a quarter of what that guy's doing. Anyway, God bless you. I'm impressed. Good job. Um, speaking of concierge guys, you know, concierge does more than just Disney parks and Aulani. I have a client who booked, um, the, the, I think I may have mentioned him before the, uh, um, the family that with nice people, uh, Brown, the Brown family. family, they, um, they booked a trip to Walt Disney world. They're going to stay on the galactic star cruiser, and then they're going to extend a week and go stay at Ro- uh, Caribbean beach and, um, do the parks. Right. So we had a really nice time. I, I actually live nearby. So I went and sat with their living room, did the whole tour, the whole plan. Um, they were so excited that they actually, the, the, the wife's, colleague has a daughter who works at a school who has a mom who's booking a trip to Hawaii and they're like call this guy so she calls me um and you know I've been to Hawaii a bunch so I could really give her some guidelines we looked at Aulani there are five adults right there are no kids so but they kind of wanted to go to Aulani they're going to go to Hawaii let's go stay there and we looked at it and it would have been nice they would have had a the the room would have been like I think I want to say six thousand dollars for like three nights or something crazy it was very expensive um, but I started looking at different options and here's what their trip is guys. This is incredible. So they're flying from Atlanta to Oahu and they're going to stay three nights at the Marriott beach club vacation club, which is next door to Aulani. So they can go explore that resort, but they have a two bedroom villa and it was half the price and, you know, got the rental car, got their flights. And then they're flying from there to, uh, Kauai. And they're staying at the Hilton Vacation Club in this really neat cove. They've never it's been the to Kauai, Garden Island, by the, way. the Garden, Garden Isle. Island. And it's probably, oh, you know, arguably the most Thank primitive you. of the islands, right? They're there for three nights in a two-bedroom villa. And then they're flying from uh, Kauai to Kona. And they're going to spend three nights there on the west side. Um, and they're going to do the whole tour of the island. Like, uh, whole, I think the world has 13 different ecosystems. And all 13 are represented on that island. So you could be in the high desert the tropical rainforest and, you know, whatever in ice, ice, you can go skiing in the same day. It's really cool. So it's a very impressive, um, very impressive trip. So they booked it all through concierge and, um, yeah, you can do that too. And by the way, let me share some feedback from my new client, Miss Cox. You are a fabulous travel agent and I will pass your name along to anyone asking for an agent. (laughs) Dan, if you're mm-hmm. looking for an agent, talk to Ms. Cox and she'll give Jimmy. you Jimmy's name. Okay. <laughs> anyway, that's concierge. Or uh, like the people I mentioned last time, um, you could book a hotel for them under your name. <laughs> and then let, let them check in and figure that out. <laughs> uh, Jimmy booked a hotel for me under his name. And uh, um, I considered leaving his credit card on the booking. <laughs> But I yeah. didn't. I was it's a, a lesson. That was a good guess. Lesson if learned. You would also like to have a, a reservation booked under Jimmy's name. Call 856 Our Ears. Yes. And ask for the Jimmy special. That's right. Um, anyway, all right. So we got that. Um, I want to talk about our trip to Disneyland. 
Mm, where where I rang up a bunch of bills under your name. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Um, so here's what happened. Eric and Dan and I met in San Diego on a Saturday. Now, that mm-hmm. Saturday morning, I had a Cub Scout event that I had to go to. So I flew in the afternoon before I got to the airport. One of the people traveling with us was very sensitive to COVID. And so she insisted we all take tests just to make sure we were negative. Of course. We we all did. Mm -hmm. We all were negative. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then I got on an airplane and I flew to California and I met Eric and Dan and we went to see Audrey listen to Scraping the Vault in an improv show, which was really fun. It was an, it was an improv. It was like a episode six in a, in a improv soap opera soap series. Opera. Oh, it was so good. Very yes. well done. It's, it's over now. You can't watch it. So San Diego. It. well, they do it every other week. So oh, if good. you happen to be in San Diego and I thought that was the finale. Well, that's the season finale. Oh, I they see. They do another yeah. season. So if you happen to be in San Diego, it's at what theater again? I don't remember, but it's Point of Passion is the name of the show. Point of Passion. So anyway, it's very good. Um, then uh, we went to Disneyland Resort. We checked into our residence in. It was a little bit of comedy of errors. Before that, though, the three of us spent uh, roughly two hours in the car together. In the car together. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And uh, we then went fine. to residence and we got... Don't forget a, the drive. By the way, uh, we checked in the hotel. Our, our hotel room wasn't ready. Eric had a one bedroom. Dan and I got upgraded to a two bedroom. And if you're mm-hmm. ever staying at the Disneyland Resort and you can get the two bedroom suite at the residence in behind DCA, get it. Because it was Holy a palace. You will feel like you are a cocaine dealer. It like, totally is. Oh, yeah. Not in a bad way. It is Even a palace. the one bedroom was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it, yeah, anyway, so by all means, if you're going to stay, that's a great resort. It was not that expensive considering its location and considering what it is. You got a full kitchen. You're literally behind the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, anyway. And before we checked in, we got lunch and we shared breadsticks. We sure did. We shared, we bread shared sticks. breadsticks and um, and and theories about uh, the state of oh, the United oh States. Yeah. I, I got they, they they let me on they they let me off my chain and I got to talk about uh, how wonderful our country is. I yes. learned a lot about Dan that day and yes. a lot about our country. Yes, it was very nice. I I wanted I was curious about things like I, I'm fairly informed, but not as well informed as Dan is. So I I wanted to let him vent a little <laughs> bit just so he got it out of his system before we recorded. But um, anyway, so, that was a, that was a great time. <laughs> yeah. So then we're, we're running around getting stuff ready because Natalie and May are coming. Their time moved up a little bit and our hotel room was not ready. Our hotel room was officially ready as Natalie and May are entering the hotel. Literally, literally. <laughs> so we're just moving stuff. It was a little chaotic. I'm like sweating, breathing heavy. And then uh, Natalie and May asked us to wear masks because they mm-hmm. too were sensitive to COVID because they were traveling for a destination wedding. So if, well, you, if we. Jimmy, before this, you were having some sleep issues, like more so than usual. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I was tired. And you were just tired. But I was tired. Yeah. And then. Uh, so we if you listen to the Tomorrowland episode, uh, if we sounded funny, that's why. We had masks on uh, out of sensitivity. They left. Masks came off immediately. And then everybody converged on our room and we all hugged and loved each other. And so much tongue kissing going so on. Much, well, not, <laughs> mostly. Well, I mean, 
usual um, amount of tongue kissing. That's true. Yes, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> that's fair. And then we hung out. Then we went the next day, went to Disneyland and we bought Genie Plus, which we'll mm-hmm. talk about today. And we went on oh, the rides. Oh, that's in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went on rides and what we did we ride a- first? Oh, Pirates of Caribbean, because thematically it makes mm-hmm. the most sense. Mm-hmm. Imagination. Mm-hmm. Which, um, by the way, if you are going to get Genie Plus, and this is just, I mean, yeah, I am me and I have the opinions that I have. But if you are going to get Genie Plus, it makes a lot of sense. Again, consider the source to hit up Pirates, Jungle Cruise, and Fantasyland in whatever order makes sense to you for that, because those are the only things, at least at Disneyland Park that don't have genie plus and end up being problematic. Um, mm. Good luck. If you want to get on Peter Pan at all, I, you yeah. know, but that's just something that I've learned in the past year or so of going there is that if you hit for me specifically pirates, jungle cruise, then the rest of the day is kind of a cakewalk. Oh yeah. yeah Our previous trip, I cleaned up on fantasy land early in the morning as a solo, a, a solo mid forties man. Um, I got on all the fantasy land rides. I went on toad twice <laughs> just because I still I did the entire on, area. I still haven't no been on the new snow white. I was planning to go to the new it's snow delightful. white on our oh, second man. day. It's well done. Um, but we'll get back to that in just a minute because uh, Monday we, we went to uh, sat on the roof at the, the beer place in downtown Disney. Oh yeah. Ballast point. Ballast that's, point a, yeah. that's, that's man, become a, a good go-to for me as well. And I'm you listening. Very to the, tired. I was very tired, and I was listening to the episode with Natalie May, and I kept saying how tired I am, and I'm just foggy. And then we went back to our hotel after Phantasm, which we'll talk about in a second. And then uh, Monday morning, I felt funny. Wait, I wait, tested. wait, 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 real quick. <laughs> First time I saw Phantasmic. All the First, way through. Yeah, let's we'll, we'll deliberately. Go we'll go back. I just wanted to get this out. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> everyone knows what I'm leading to. Uh, the rest is a blur because I got COVID and I was very sick and yeah. it was awful. And I spent six days in a hotel by myself. I moved hotels. So I was further away from Disneyland to avoid temptation. And I. <laughs> I went from, I don't On have your symptoms. employer's advisement, by the way. Uh, yeah, my employer did s- insist that I stay once I tested positive, but I didn't really have any symptoms. So I Instacarted some wiener schnitzel. Thank you for the cut. Uh, next day, <laughs> I was like, uh, I, you know, maybe I'll just fly home because like I'm not, I don't feel sick. And well, my employer insisted. So that night at about midnight, I woke up and I could not breathe and I had what effectively was like strep throat meets some kind of stomach bug because I couldn't really eat. I wasn't hungry, but things were coming out of me hmm. um, faster and more in more quantities than we're going in. Let me put well, it delightful. It is faster at night. So it is. Um, but anyway, so that was awful. It got worse and I flew home on Sunday. I should not have because I'm probably infected 50 people on that plane. I was wearing a mask and it was technically the sixth day per the CDC. I was OK, but Anyway, that was awful. So the rest, let's go back to Disneyland on that first day and Hold what on. we Be- did. Before we <laughs> before we go further with this, I think we need wait, Eric's already gotten it. Yes. So I'm the only one left. Uh, I was gonna say we need, to, we, need, okay. we need to place bets on who's gonna be next, but well, I mean I, I oh, yeah. so I got all it these at people, Disney World. All these people who are like, oh, yeah, I just got it. It's no big deal. It's like, you know, like a cold. I'm like, I, that was not me at all. It was Oh, awful. no, it sucked. It was it, awful. It really did. It it was 
Oh, knowing that it was actual COVID. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty brutal. And it sounded like you got a, an even worse version of it. Yeah, uh, if, I think partly ugh. because I was in a hotel room by myself. So there was nobody to take care of me but me. And mm. so, you know, in, in a hotel and okay. what are you going to, yeah. you know, I can't, I didn't have a kitchen at the other hotels. I was like, oh man, it was miserable. Holy moly. Anyway, um, so don't get COVID and and so many people are like, oh, is this, how, which, how many times is this for you? I'm like, none. I've never had it before. What? You never had it? Like, I was so smug about it that karma just paid me back. Well, big time. now we've all had it. Everyone yeah, in the not. U.S. has had it. I should have had, I, I mean, you both know. You both yeah. know the ridiculous life choices I make and the, the job I do in the education industry. I <clears> should got, have had it several times. And Dan, where you live is fairly transient too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I live in a boxcar. That's <laughs> he makes out with uh, various uh, McDonald's personnel every day. I make out with Grimace every night. <laughs> Grim- Grimace has had it four times at this point. I bet. Um, so anyway, uh, going back to the Disneyland that I remember. Um, <laughs> We went to Dan got us reservations, uh, hoarder highlight at the blue at the <laughs> right. blue bayou for lunch. We had a wonderful server. And Eric, I heard you talking about this on Ears Up, where you can now go into the Disneyland app and compliment a cast member. So we don't need to rehash the story other than he was a great server who's very honest with us. We had a great table, great meal, and anyone can upgrade their meal to uh, have phantasmic seating, like get there yeah. 15 minutes before and well, you get front row seats. That was before. I think now you have to book that separately. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. But I'm not entirely sure. I don't, I but, haven't actually, I haven't seen anything updated on that. So maybe they kept it, but it, they, they, I, I have it, to say, it's a fair for point. That. Be a little you, deliberate about it. It's a prefix menu where you, you pay what? $90 and you $90. get, yeah. yeah, you get your meal and you get, I mean, it's a great meal. It's a three course meal, right? The and, reality is you could have gotten an appetizer, the filet and a dessert, and it would have cost you 90 bucks. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. You know, I, I love Fantasmic more than, you know, some family members. Um, but I <laughs> wouldn't have, if I like on, if we're being honest, if I'm going to the, the blue Bayou, it's probably a $30 meal ish. So it's not like you go and you're automatically going to get the appetite. It's a good deal. I'm not I'm yeah. not like anti this at all, but I think it's a little disingenuous for people to put this out there. It's just like, well, you're, it's just like a normal meal at uh, Blue Bayou and it's just a little bit extra for this. It's like, no, you're getting like you're getting an appetizer, you're getting an entree, oh, yeah. you're getting right. a dessert, you're getting a drink. And all said... It's probably somewhere between fifteen and twenty-five dollars more than those things would be. I mean, I, again, still, I think it's great. You get a great seat for the show, um, but I mean, I'm I'm kind of of both minds of that. It's 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 a good it is a good deal for what you get. However, it's still it is still expensive. Yeah, it's definitely expensive, but you're right. It, it it is a meal. It's it's an experience. If you haven't been to Blue Bayou, if you really want to see Fantasmic, completely worth it. At Blue Bayou, and the reason that we love this this server in particular was because Dan <laughs> yeah. has been there multiple times. Dan just asked this guy, 
flat out. Um, and, and I don't remember his name at this point. I'm sorry. Can Dan, Jimmy. Listen to ears up what, with the episode where Eric talked about uh, <laughs> CV Wood. There we go. That yeah, episode. I think it was, was it Robert? Richard. Steven. Richard, maybe. That sounds about right. Yeah, he was an older gentleman. He was fantastic. And he was so blunt about things where where Dan said, what's better, this or this? And he went, uh, yeah, no, that. Which is, by the way, I love that so much because I definitely am one of those people where it's like, here's the thing I will will get. But if that's special you just mentioned, if that's like I should get that, tell me. But a lot of times the the answer I'll get with is like <laughs> if it's like I'm thinking of getting the filet mignon, but that fish sounds good. Is that something I should be getting? You'll get a server that's just like. Well, I mean, do you like fish or steak? (laughs) Right. I know what a fish is. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, even the desserts, you're you're like, what's better? Um, the the carrot cake or the creme brulee? He's like the creme brulee. Absolutely. (laughs) And I still went with the the festival thing because the the mousse with the little like chocolate Mickey on top, uh, sorcerer Mickey on top. Uh, that was delightful. I loved looking at it and um, I like creme brulee and they, their creme brulee is fantastic. Very well done. It was good. Oh yeah. yeah. I had the Monte Cristo, which is the cheapest thing on the menu. Still spent the 90 bucks though. Well, um, I got the fish and it was phenomenal. I, did it taste like ugh. steak though? Huh? It wasn't a fish steak. Okay. Um, so it did taste more like fish than it did. than it tasted like a cow. If you've ever tasted a cow, um, it did not taste like the cow. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great Chick-fil-A commercial, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, so um, <laughs> we, we did Fantasmic. Eric, it was your first time. We couldn't have asked for a better circumstance being front and center, effectively, only having to wait 15 minutes for it. Uh, what were your thoughts? Um, well, one of my thoughts was I really need to post the image of, uh, Jimmy laying down on the ground, upside down, talking about fantastic and how good it is. <laughs> I need to post that on Instagram. Is it, you have a our, video of it? Yeah, I, I, I recorded a video. I told you I was recording a video, so that was totally your waiver. Was this, why, this must've been while I was away doing something. Um, you were either away or you were sitting nearby and talking to Hillary or somebody, somebody else. I don't Mm know. Um, otherwise you would have totally laid on your back and also talked about (laughs) fantastic upside down. Um, yeah. Uh, Yeah. By the way, everybody, we have two separate, we we have three, (laughs) we have three uh, feeds on Instagram. Effectively. We have to the Supreme resort. We have TSR East and we have TSR West. Mm -hmm. And, uh, sometimes the, the one that posts is, uh, is me. Um, (laughs) sometimes I'll post something this weekend. I'm going to Disneyland. Okay. All right. Fun. But yeah, TSR Um, East and West is kind of fun, but yeah, you know what? It was a good show. I, I, I enjoyed watching it head on fully through for the first time. It was a, I mean, it's a really well done show and I didn't, I don't have the emotional connection that other people have with it because it's been around for so long. Right. But I still had a really good time. It was great to watch. I left with the impression that 
huh, if I hadn't paid to sit in the middle, I think I might have had a slightly less good impression. Okay. I think that's true. Yeah, I think it's you're right. New- and and Disney's doing this now, like with Harmonious yeah. at Epcot. If you're not in the right spot, you're not watching the same show. And I noticed right. the same at Fantasmic. Like it used to be, didn't really matter where you were sitting, you could see everything. Whereas this show is very proscenium now, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to theater in the round, it's more proscenium. Yeah, and even though it's just you've a different the- show the floats going around with the, the dancers on it. They all meet at a very specific point where you're like, Oh, Oh, this is, this is what they timed for. It wasn't just, Oh, let's everybody watch beauty and the beast dancing for two minutes while they go through that portion. No, it's, it's designed. You need to be front end center to watch that show. Now you and some of the, the effects on the, the, the video screens, where oh, like yeah. there was a screen where it was like it was holding Mickey. Mickey was on stage, but the the effect was effectively that the the animation on the screen was interacting with the actual live actor. You couldn't see that perspective anywhere mm-hmm. else. It right? used to, it used to be kind of like that. So if if you're like listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, it's that's I that's I'm familiar with that. They upped it a little bit enough that you notice it. To where, mm. like, there are things happening with, like, the giant light towers behind the, the mist screens where it looks like, like, Monstro's eyes, but only from a certain perspective, only from that one perspective. Um, it's not, again, it's not garbage on the sides. It's still kind it's still mostly the show you remember. How, however, the plus ups that they added are very, very center stage focused. And right. um, if you if you do want to see it without paying, you know, ninety dollars for a rather good meal, um, pirates the the bridge right over the queue to pirates is still in play as a standby. That's still you know a straight shot into center, and then, but if you don't get there very early, the the what's the place that sells clam chowder in the bread bowl right by. Right. Right by Pirates. I can't Robert think of it. Nope. The other one. Oh. Um, it's like Veranda or something. Royal Veranda? Yeah. That one. Uh, they have standing standing seating <laughs> that opens up around there. So if you get there, you know, not two or at two hours or an hour ahead, you can usually find something there. That's an interesting point about the standing seating because mm-hmm. I was not expecting to sit down. Yeah. Through the entire performance. And that was um, uh-huh. it was a nice perspective, but it's, it was also it's very uncomfortable. Magical. It's very magical for your joints. tailbone. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it's I don't remember ever sitting. I remember sitting up to five minutes before the show. And then I remember they made you stand up. And when I I thought anyway, um, when I worked the show, everybody was standing. So anyway, it was really cool. Uh, as, far, as for the rest of the trip, you guys will have to speak to it because I wasn't there. Uh, but we did Genie Plus. It's $20 a day at Disneyland. And it's worth it. Would you... Is it? <laughs> is it in comparison to the other thing at the other coast? Because I haven't experienced that. I, I've experienced both. And so let's start with Disneyland Genie Plus. It is $20 per day, as you probably all know. And it... um I believe there's a reason why it's $20 and the one across the way it was is $15. 
So for $20, you get access to how many attractions via the lightning lane, Eric? Uh, let's see. Oh, well, you're going to make me count. One, two, three. You already counted four, before. Six, seven, rehearsal. eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve. That was a long time ago. There were that, was, that was an hour ago. Um, twelve. Twelve at Disneyland. And, and seven at DCA. There are 19 attractions you can access via the lightning lane. Yeah. The advantage, though, <clears throat> is that you can basically, you get your first, and then as you are waiting in the brief line in Lightning Lane, you get your next one, which is usually within the hour. So the Mm -hmm. way I understand it is very much like the old system. Um, Similar, you know, how it works and all that kind of stuff, right? What is it called again? No, the old pay system used to do it. Max Pass? Max Pass is like the old Max Pass, my understanding. Uh, And the other thing is you could get you could be on, I don't know, Haunted Mansion or or Millennium Falcon. You could be on Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run at 9 a.m. And in theory, uh, you could be on Incredicoaster 20 minutes later, you know, like from one extreme to the other in, in two separate theme parks. And so I think the ease of access for Lightning Lane attractions is why it's more expensive. You do also get um, the the video service, right? The the, the magical vision. Photo pass. Photo pass. Thank you. Still have the COVID brain. Anyway, you get the photo pass, <laughs> and that's it, right? That's what you get. Lightning Lane and photo pass for twenty. Lightning Lane, photo pass, uh, sense of accomplishment. Yeah, um, of course, pride. Uh, pride that you've made yourself more. Uh, uh, Favorable. Favorable. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, it's, so, and one thing that baffles me to this day about one of the main differences between the two coasts is, and it baffles me to the point that like, I seriously think you are like playing a joke on me. I know you're not, but I think you might be where it's like, no, you're not, but you know, um, <laughs> you, that you can't sync up uh, people. You can't form a group. Right. Yeah. So at Disneyland, you have five individuals who all bought their tickets individually, separate from each other. And we get together and you just one person scans everybody's uh, barcodes on their phones. And now that person is managing everybody. Or Whereas, everybody can manage everybody. It doesn't have to be everybody can manage point everybody. Person. Exactly. Right. And then you got five people. And rather than scanning five individual phones, you just stand and swipe and scan and swipe and scan. You know, it's just so efficient. Whereas at Disney World, Disney Genie Plus is $15 per day. And I think the reason why, uh, number one, you get access to Lightning Lane. How many Lightning Lanes do you have access to at Disney World Day, Eric? <laughs> oh, okay. One, How many attractions are in Animal Kingdom? Four, five, six, 55 seven. is the answer. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, each, each park has significantly more, but they're also counting. They're not just counting attractions. They're counting shows meetups uh meet olaf at celebrity spotlight at hollywood studios yeah, character meet and greets and stuff whereas the disneyland is just attractions not right not, right uh the D- disney junior live on stage or whatever right and they well, have to burn, do that because that the concentration too sorry that, that, burn, that burns a slot too like you have you only have right. one like two hour chunk where you can have something held if you're like if you have a lightning lane held for like, let's watch Olaf eat a churro spectacular or whatever. That's I, that's shocking to me. 
But well, that's they, the way it's always to. been at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I guess. It, with Magic Band Plus for so long, you've been it, Walt Disney World frequent travelers are used to planning ahead three months in advance. Mm-hmm. You go to a Walt Disney World resort and you get the ability to book out a whole bunch of stuff at each park every single day. You get three fast passes. That was the old the old system. And some of the like you would get one good fast pass, one medium fast pass and one. Uh, yeah, all right. I guess mediocre. I'll, I'll you, you get blocked out of basically the other attractions. Yeah. So what the reason I think that Disney World's is five dollars cheaper is for that reason, because the, the lightning lane access is limited as far as attractions like rides go. You think about Hollywood Studios and I think there are seven rides. Uh, Rise of the Resistance, Millennium Falcon, Star Tours, Minnie and Mickey, uh, the Rock and Roller Coaster, the uh, Tower of Terror, and the couple ri- couple rides in Toy Story Land. So Star like eight, Tours, eight or nine. <laughs> I already said that. So they're like eight or nine rides in the whole park, which is massive. And so, by virtue of that, you have forty thousand people. Half of them are buying Lightning Line or buying Genie Plus. So let's say you have 20,000 people vying for eight attractions versus maybe the same number of people at Disneyland that are vying for so many more because of the concentration. Because you basically, you could treat Disneyland and DCA as one park. I mean, they're definitely good that you could treat it. I mean, basically, geographically, they're the same size as Epcot. Totally. You know what I mean? Uh, In the same geographical space. You could actually, um, <laughs> you could actually feel a little bit of that when we went to DCA the second day and we got the Genie Plus. I'm sorry, um, I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there. You were didn't exist. COVID. Um, Good. We, um, you can feel it wasn't terribly crowded, but it's, it's sometimes when I rarely start in DCA, you can feel a little bit of that impact because there's just less stuff there as well. Right. You yeah. know, to where well, you got Disneyland across the way that you can go access. Right. But in the morning before later. you can, before you can right. park hop, like guardians gets hit really hard immediately. Yeah. Um, so, but I, from what I understand at, at Hollywood studios, I'm sorry, Disney MGM studios. Um, it, <laughs> From what I understand, you really, really feel like you're missing something if you don't have it there. Well, yeah, yes and no. And and so the other thing they give you at Disney World to maximize the value is they give you also the photo pass, but they also have these pre-recorded audio things from like Imagineers and stuff. Oh, we so have you can that be at in Disney line World. and you do have that at Disney. Yeah, World. we have that. At I, Disney I thought it was exclusive. Okay. Anyway, mm. so the, that's I think why it's five dollars less per person at Disney world is because it's just, you get less bang for your buck because whereas Disneyland, we probably got like what? 10 lightning lanes on that first day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, 10, we, 10 or we went through, we, we went through a ton of stuff and we got to a place about halfway through the day where we all kind of felt like, well, okay, well we're, we're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, we've yeah, done totally. the things. Let's just keep hanging out. Yeah. We still need to do like, Space Mountain and some other thing, but like we have five hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Until fantastic, which is really cool. Yeah, and then so for example, I did it in Disney World um, last December with my team. It was a random Thursday in December, like early December. So it's one of those crowd calendars. It was like into two out of ten. 
Yeah. We got there at park opening rope drop, but because we weren't staying on property, we had a half, a lot of people had a half hour head start, right? Mm. So we show up, we walk into the, you know, we walk in the park at opening at what, eight o'clock or whatever. And this is Hollywood Studios. We all bought uh, Genie Plus. The problem was because we all bought our tickets individually, we couldn't link. So everybody had to be on their phone at the exact same time. And as you guys know, you you wait five seconds, it's a different time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we're booking lightning lanes for two hours from now because everything's been booked up because there's only seven or eight things to, to, to compete with. So we only got three the whole day we were there. Ooh. And once you wait till 10 o'clock to get that first one, you're waiting in line. You're getting the next one for one o'clock. You're getting the next one for 430. And then once you do 430, by that time, it's like seven, eight o'clock before you can get your next one and you're you're out of there. And that was a slow day. And fans so, of math, that's five per five dollars per. There you go. Yeah. Five okay. five dollars per go. attraction. So right. anyway, I, I don't know that it's as worth it at Hollywood Studios or Epcot. Uh, Magic Kingdom for sure it's worth it because again the concentration of attractions and number of attractions you can get via Lightning Lane and Eric how many is that? Okay, let's see here. Thank, thank I, you, you I called long you enough. You called me as I was about to start counting. Oh come on! Yeah. What have you been doing this whole time? 10, 11, 12, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, and most of them are actually attractions of uh, 22 different experiences that you can do. But I mean, we're talking Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, Big Thunder Mountain. There, there are fewer meet Cinderella and a visiting princess at Princess Fairy Tale Hall. That's what it's called. Now, is that 22 it, at Magic Kingdom or 22 resort wide? Just at Magic Kingdom. Uh, see, there you go. So That's it's worth it there. Yeah. And it's <clears> less. <throat> yeah, it. it you're right. It's it's a different experience. And sure, some places like Hollywood Studios don't have as much to do, but wow, they've found a way it well they've they've found a way to do this a long time ago to kind of redefine what an attraction actually is and and make you excited about doing the thing. Yes, go to the thing. Another um, yeah. difference that I and correct me if I'm wrong, but another difference between the two systems is at Disney World, you can get the Genie Plus at like midnight or something or yes, 7 a.m. Midnight of your of the day. You can buy Genie Plus at midnight. And by the way, the best thing that ever happened to FastPass was Lightning Lane because, again, you're not planning 60 days in advance. Mm-hmm, Everyone's right. on the same playing field except for the resort guests who get a 30 minute head start. Right. But everybody can buy it at midnight. Everybody can make their first lightning lane at park opening or 30 minutes before, depending on if you're staying there or not. So I like that aspect of it for sure. Um, Disneyland lists 73 attractions on their, on their app total. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, what I'm going to tell you is counterintuitive to what I just said about the, the limitation of, of attractions like for example uh you know eight at hollywood studios and like 11 at uh animal kingdom <clears throat> according to disney's app if you look at it and just in the drop down at the top pull attractions and then zoom out uh they list 55 attractions at animal kingdom <clears throat> despite only having six <laughs> rides there's 55 attractions it's each 50- individual animal an attraction exactly. like each monkey is <laughs> <laughs> that's right and 52 at the magic kingdom so that makes 107 42 at epcot which is 149 
Um, and then 17 at Hollywood Studios. That's 15966, 166. And then 18 at Disney Springs. 184 attractions that Disney lists at Disney World versus the 74 at Disneyland, which is and very I, counterintuitive. I currently count 59 on regular Genie Plus, not counting the individual attractions, the, the individual Lightning Lane attractions at each resort. Because each one has one, except for right. DCA, which has two. Whoa, come on, DC. Is it only individual lightning lane? Oh. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah, there's yeah, only three are, resort wide. What are they? Soren and No, not Soren. Not Soren. No. Oh, a Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Ra- Radiator just- Springs, and Rise of the Resistance is Disneyland Resort. Uh, I thought there was just one for each. So at Disney World, it's currently Magic Kingdoms is uh um Seven Dwarfs. Seven Dwarfs, of course. Yep. And then soon to be Tron. But uh, not probably till spring, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, and then Animal Kingdom <clears throat> has the 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 uh, Pandora ride, the flight Avatar, of passage. Flight of passage. Yeah. Epcot Hollywood Studios. Sorry, Epcot is uh, uh, Guardians. The re- rewind. Yep. Which May didn't like. She's never been on. And then Animal Kingdom is, is Pandora, and then Hollywood Studios is um, Rise. No, not Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, it's Rise. Oh, it is Rise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so each each park in the Met it will it at Walt Disney World has one. Disneyland has one. Currently DCA has two. We all know that yeah, it, it's gonna they they keep changing this up just a little bit with those and they keep changing up the prices as well. Um yeah, the individual lightning lanes, you mean depending right. on demand, depending on the crowd, etc. Right. Haunted Mansion Holiday should be an individual lightning lane. No. Ooh. Yes. How come <laughs> Because I don't like it, okay? Because you love it so much. <laughs> you want to punish them. Yeah, I do. It's funny. You bring this garbage into my park every year, <laughs> destroy the ride that I love, that I spent 20 hours researching, if not more. I bought a book. I bought a book, okay? <laughs> and then and then I'm still getting made fun of about the speed ramp, which is a valid point, by the way. <laughs> and then you come in and you say, I like dark things. I like Tim Burton because he's dark and twisted. Meanwhile, he's not. His movies have sucked ever since Big Fish he has done a new thing ever since then. It's just abstract German expressionism with just normy, normy like story structure. Nobody grows in this story. Why do Sally and Jack love each other? I don't know, because we need a love interest, I guess. She's just a stalker. It's a yeah. bad movie and it's bad that this happens. So you should pay. They should like charge thirty dollars for it. I like the Danny Elfman score. Yeah, well, whatever. Do you count Big Fish as a good movie? <clears throat> I like Big Fish. It was. It, I, I I've only lie. seen it once in theaters, and it was very emotional. And I don't know that I've seen it again. Yeah. Yeah. So that um, counter to our original plan, that's Disney <laughs> Genie Plus. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> And we don't really have a judge, but for my money, uh, Disneyland all the way. Yeah. But at the same time, Eric, you make a valid point. Disney World has more attractions, but they're so much further apart that effectively Magic Kingdom has the same, almost the same number or more, a couple more than the Disneyland Resort. And so it's probably worth it at the Magic Kingdom. 
Uh, but then you have all those other theme parks, which you can't access till two o'clock. And right. then by two o'clock, you're not getting lightning lane for any time soon on anything in another park. Right. Right. But I mean, you can get a separate lightning lane for mission space green versus mission space orange. Ooh. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, once you <laughs> get a lightning lane for an attraction, you cannot get it again for that same attraction. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the big downside to this entire new system. And I learned that firsthand on our previous um, uh, our previous on. Supreme Resort trip uh, where, <laughs> that, sure? where I was never able. Well, for whatever reason, I couldn't get into Disneyland. So I went with a DCA start I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. I'll take a bunch of pictures. I'll have some breakfast, which is great. I love I love doing these things. You love the theme park breakfast. Yep. And. I uh, bought Genie Plus and I started going through things. And then I realized, oh, wait, everybody's going to come over here in the afternoon. And I've already burned my uh, reservations for the day. So I can't do another Goofy Sky School. I can't do another Incredicoaster. I can't do another Guardians if I got one. Uh, So I had to start saving things and then banking them. And yeah, it's it's different than Max Pass, where you definitely... If you were on top of things, you could really Max Pass was fantastic. It like it was. It was really easy to justify the cost because of how much you got out of it. Genie Plus is a little bit different. It it doesn't really. You got your you get your one and that's it. Do you think they'll ever change that? No. No, no, because they realized that Max Pass was. The annual the annual pass holders who were there on a frequent basis and knew how to use the system, they embraced it. They understood how the system worked. Um, Listen to uh, it's one of those things where I I listened to somebody like Mike Carlson on on uh, podcast, The Ride, where he talks about how he used to hang out and bring a laptop to the resort and sit there and work, do work and mm-hmm. rack up a few max passes for later in the day mm-hmm. and then rapid fire, go through six rides and then go home. Right. That's what they don't yeah. want. That's the unfavorable mix. Oh, they don't yeah. want people to do that. Sure. It's somebody who already spent X number of dollars, you know, not enough. $1,200, $1,300 to get an annual pass. And then they spent an extra you know, what was it? $10? I think it was $10. Yeah. To, to get into the park for the day and use max pass $10 to max out a bunch of rides. Well, they're not, they're not doing anything. They're not spending any money. They probably buy a coffee and then sit around and then ride a bunch of rides. They're not in lines. They're not consuming anything. They're not walking around the park. They just did the few things and then they're gone. Well, and you Here's still can I, stack lightning lanes. And I, I'm not an expert true. on this at all. There are people that are and they have YouTube videos out there. But like the idea of stacking a lightning lane is like you could say, I, you know, I'm fine just hanging out on Main Street and doing Tiki Room, doing like the low, low value, supposedly low, low value stuff for the first half of my day. And then you can start booking lightning lanes that are like, far out i mean it's limited because they only give you the next available but you can yeah you can't probably pick around like 
a 7 p.m. Yeah, probably around 10 a.m., 11 ish, around lunch. You can maybe start building a war chest there because if you build, if you say, I'm going to give an extreme example, say you get a lightning lane, you get it, you book it at 10 a.m. for like 3 p.m. It's a really extreme example, but they then let you get another one two hours after you book the first one. So that'd be noon. So you would you know, basically start stacking those lightning lanes. It's not as effective, but um, it's still something you can do. Right. Um, or, or when you hit the attraction, whichever comes first. So that's harder to stack, right? Right, right. And that's, I think if you're looking for strategy, I don't know how many people listen to this for this kind of a thing, but if you, if you're that person, if you're looking at strategy, then, you know, I say, don't even maybe book a lightning lane, for i didn't even really look at it until about an hour in where it was like okay well now you know instead of waiting 40 minutes which is manageable let's wait 10 for thunder mountain exactly and then right around before lunch or so then you book the one for like an hour or two out right um yeah so anyway all Mm. in all i think that i'm going to say that disney genie plus is worth the the $20 at Disneyland and it sometimes is worth the $15 at Disney world, but not every time. So I think by nature of that, I'm going to say Disneyland does genie plus better than Disney world. (laughs) So there you go. There you have it. What did Jimmy miss the second day? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I had Wiener Schnitzel. It was great. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Wiener Schnitzel. I had that last night, as a matter of fact. Yeah, um, I still uh, have never had Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, yeah, I, unless you grow I, I up almost with got it. Tommy's. But. Yeah. Both of these Same things, unless you grow up with it, it's not something to seek out. But we There's a reason the it. franchise is shrinking, let's put it that yeah. way. But um, <laughs> yes. I'm not even offers a better experience, clearly. Well, their chili's not as good. But. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you guys can fill me in on what you did. We had a group text that Dan removed me from, so I, they weren't rubbing in our their fun. You wouldn't well, feel jealous. <laughs> because I know you, and I know that you would experience FOMO at some point, and, and or it would like wake you up from a nap or something, or, uh, and you would yeah. continue to engage. So I was just like, let Jimmy, Jimmy's in COVIDville right now. He, that's what he's, yeah. that's, you know, just go rest. Um, uh, well. Were you there, Jimmy, when I just when I discovered you had to do a really good rubber game junior? <laughs> no. Oh, maybe. Was that oh, in, yeah. uh, that was in DCA? <laughs> yeah. We were getting that was, beer. That was the previous day at yeah. uh, yes. Pim's test yeah. kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Was, Once that you, continued? There, yeah, there was there was a, a, a bit of that. There was because the voice artist that they got to do <laughs> Iron Man at Adventures Campus. That's all he focuses on is you just just press part of his voice. <laughs> it's slightly Kermit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, anyway, yeah. Uh, we started at DCA. Yeah, like because we we couldn't get we couldn't uh, get into Disneyland. Yeah, right. we couldn't get a reservation to start there. Yeah, so I started very early in the day because I woke up and was awake, and I uh, yeah, it, everybody else was sleeping, so you I went just Pim's. went over. So I went to Pim's for breakfast, which I, I I still lament the loss of Flows as a breakfast destination because 
Flo's V8 Cafe had these amazing enchiladas uh, for breakfast that were just just phenomenal. Oh, Great Eric, breakfast. You know what's back though? River Bell Terrace. Oh, oh they well, have breakfast there again. Oh, nice. You know, uh, at inside Disneyland, until you bring back um, Rancho breakfast with chilaquiles, don't care. Don't care. Really? Oh, their chilaquiles were amazing. Uh, Tortilla Joe's has some really great, probably, probably better chilaquiles that they only do on weekends. Or whenever it is that they are open for breakfast at their like side restaurant. But they've got but, biscuits and gravy at Riverbell oh, Terrace. Oh. Well, that would be pretty good. Anyway, things that you can actually get. Uh, Pim's Test Kitchen is open for breakfast at DCA. And their breakfast where they have this like tiny quail egg. And they have hash browns. And they have bacon. Um, and toast and stuff. It like It's it's great. I really enjoy the breakfast at Pim's. Um, I, I do, I still prefer the enchiladas at, uh, at flows, but good breakfast. You can actually get, uh, some, some pretty good drinks there. If you want, they've got cold brew, they've got, um, they have alcoholic drinks that are also good. Great breakfast. You sit out there. It's the one time of the day where that area, if you're in the sun, it's okay. You're not going to oh, bake true. and true. die at <laughs> that time of the day. Right. And there's no show for you to not see. Uh, well, they, they did some show. They did some show <laughs> where you, you and you could see about a quarter of it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There was some of it. They did the whole thing where every every show has to have a guy who's on the wire who gets punched and he flies off stage. Um, that's a that's a main component. The, yeah, I don't know if you've noticed that there's always somebody who gets yanked all the way off to the left of the building away from the Quinjet. Like somebody punches him hard and he gets like pulled off stage. I, honestly, I ne- I haven't paid attention to any of those shows because I do okay. not like them. We watched a little bit when we were there trying yeah. to watch beer come from the bottom of the cup. So the calculated <laughs> breakfast was E times two plus B plus P divided by T which is uh, something served with crispy potato bites and two focaccia eggs, toast. One bacon. Is that eggs by time? times two bacon, potato, bite of a toast. Now, I, I would like more egg, but it's, it, I mean, the presentation is delightful in general because it's tiny egg. It's, I mean, it, it's Pim's test kitchen. So some of the things are are different sizes and it's fun. But ultimately, they're using tinier eggs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that for me Charging is the same. What, what ends up kind of losing it for me at Pim's te- Test Kitchen is that I just I just want the thing. It, like, OK, I get it. It's wacky. Mm-hmm. But like, could I, I have a full breakfast? Egg. I just, yeah. just the quantum, quantum garden breakfast with crispy potato bites and focaccia toast. That's the impossible quantum garden breakfast. And then ever expanding Cinepim toast. I haven't had the uh, the Cinepim toast. I maybe someday I'm not a as I've as I've aged and my tastes have matured. <laughs> I don't want a giant sugary breakfast. I just want some freaking eggs and salt. And then the Nano Eggs Pyramid 101 served with cuties in choice of small beverage. 
Yeah. Mm. I think that day was really mainly just um, because we had done, and this is not me. We did myself so the much back, the previous day. We yeah, it is at the same time. Oh, speaking of Jimmy, you were kind of forcibly placed in the passenger seat for this trip. Yeah. Um, usually you're the one <laughs> navigating and did, were, were you happy with that? Did we do an okay job? I was, I was, I was thrilled at not taking on the self-imposed burden of having to make sure everybody's being entertained and having a good time. Cause that's kind of how I'm wired. Yeah. Uh, so the, it was much more enjoyable being a passenger um, and just going along with what was happening next, it took a lot of pressure off. And in retrospect, probably the best possible thing because I was, yeah, because I, 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 I've noticed in previous trips that sometimes it's like <clears throat> you, you almost take it on as like a personal responsibility and, and it, I, I just wanted, I wanted just to let you enjoy it, you know? Yeah. And at some point your, <laughs> your planning brain got broken and then like somebody else do it. <laughs> well, um, yes. well it, wasn't, it wasn't so much that it was just like i and i didn't realize that this was the case with me for me it's just like i'm gonna just make the first part of the day awesome and then i just don't care mm-hmm. you know and then it's hard for me to generate the like okay well i actually because i don't we, we've kind of done the highlights i know we're gonna do the other things because they exist and people want to do them yeah i could take my hands off the wheel and i do not i don't just someone else do it. Well, I let Jesus it. take the wheel at that That's point. That's what I did. And he was there. And mm-hmm. um, he, uh, his, my phone flew, came out of my pocket really gently. And there was like this weird, like sparkly glow. <laughs> and, and only and one he, set of footprints in the sand. That's right. And that's when I was carrying him. Take that. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, I think we've managed to offend as many people as we can. That's what I'm here for. Um, But the second day, we also met up with a listener. Thank you. Yes. Yes, Thank you. Uh, You guys met up with listener Tom. Yes. And he reached out to you, right, Dan? Yes. And Um, he is a listener who he did not come from ears up. Fan no. base. He came from DL Weekly's fan yes, base. Yeah. Yes. When Tag came on and gave us the famous Tag bump, uh, he went to DL Weekly and spoke very highly of our show and what a brilliant concept it is, which I agree with. He meant he failed to mention how well produced it was and how well edited it was, but that's okay. Correct. Yes, um, <laughs> it is, and it's wonderful. And you know, you listen. Our show is very well done, very well produced, and thank you, Eric and Dan, for scraping the vault for making it so entertaining for me to listen to. And if it's entertaining for me, it's got to be entertaining for other people because I don't like hearing myself talk. Having said that, Tom reached out to Dan and they decided to meet up at DCA on the Tuesday. He was actually, he wanted to get us into Club 33 right, because he has right. a friend that works there, but he wasn't able to do that. Um, Isn't that nice though? It was like, very be, nice. And willing oh, to do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So we met at the GCH Grill. A lot of fun. He got to watch our friends get drunker than they probably intended to. <laughs> it was fairly early. They, it was in the, they already the, were. Yeah. <laughs> It's like three well, in the afternoon or something. Right. right. And I think the mistake that I made was I introduced a couple people to the joy of the mint julep at Brennan's. Ah, ah that's what it was. Yes. yes. And I, if, if, if anyone isn't familiar with the mint julep, first of all, it's not what they serve in the park. And second, mm-hmm. it is delicious and refreshing and mostly bourbon. 
Yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, try them in your lip. Uh, yeah, so you guys called me via video message, and the audio I was, was feeling, great. Feeling okay. <laughs> it was difficult for me to hear them, but yeah. um, and likewise, probably. But Tom was nice enough to bring with him and gift us each our own gold and blue Club 33 Mickey ears. Yeah. That are gorgeous and you can only get them at club 33 this is not something that you can just get on shop disney, shop disney yeah. or right. something right yeah so very very uncalled for and very very nice very very much appreciated and tom thank you for listening and thank you for that uh listeners what um a, yeah what a great time that that was that was a good night meeting up with a listener and having a good conversation and <laughs> if, if our friends were a little <laughs> extra yeah. extra uh yeah. you know talkative yeah that's fine yeah so eric, i'm sorry I'm cu- i couldn't be there I, i'm curious eric you have been to i think you have learned to enjoy disneyland on its own terms like i think more and more the more you go there true true what could you say to somebody who like their their home park is on the east coast um in like just a very global sense of like what what is what kind of a different game should they bring to it mentally emotionally or whatever um i think f- for for me saying someone whose home park is disneyland going to the east coast i would definitely say you need to keep in mind that it's a vacation place it is right. the theme uh-huh. parks are absolutely secondary um and if you look at it through that lens you might not be able to see what they're seeing but at least it answers some questions mm-hmm. what what's your translation yeah back to, sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah as as a as a habitual uh east coaster um going to disneyland is a different experience if you want to be the militant park goer you can mm. do so and you can probably hit as much as you want within a day slash two days. Um, if you really want to get absolutely everything, including if you're into actually sitting down and eating meals and things, then maybe three days is, mm. is all you really need to completely encapsulate your Disneyland experience. But if you are a, a somebody who has been to the East Coast parks multiple times and you know what you're looking for, you've got that slightly relaxed attitude toward going to the parks, you know, you know, you're going to visit again. Then mm. the advantage of Disneyland is that it, you can have a completely casual experience. You can feel like a local very right. quickly. Yeah. And the next day you sleep in because you don't feel like you have to because you did so much in such a short amount of time versus Disney World. Yeah. You're building in an extra day just to be at a resort or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah. But you're you're getting up. You're rope dropping because you, (laughs) you know, you spent that money, you spent that time. And if you don't get there and get on a couple of rides, you're not doing anything. Yeah. Right. Today we were crowded and limited. Yeah. 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 We rope dropped first day at Disneyland on this trip. And we did, we worked. That was, that was a busy day, even though we had, even though we had a 
leisurely lunch at Blue Bayou, which was very cold mm. for those of us who got wetter than others. At oh my gosh, Mountain. Splash Mountain. That was <laughs> miserable. Cow. Holy moly. That was I got a, a sneak attack on the back row. <laughs> that was that was a good that was a good Splash Mountain run. But even so, we did a ton that day. So day two was was totally chill. Mm-hmm. We 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 spent I mean, we spent a good amount of time. We did other rides that we hadn't done the day before. And I got up early. I didn't get up super early. I still got up early enough to get breakfast at the resort and nobody else did. But we all had a very good time. We all had a good lunch. We had a nice interaction with Tom later on in the day. We got to see World of Color. It was a much different experience. If you want to have a just kind of chill experience you can a lot easier at disneyland there you go um well i I, think go ahead sorry i and i've i've in the past year learned that i i think that the two day even if you live close by i don't live terribly close but i live close enough to say that i live close um the two day experience is really not a two and a half. Even two days is great because you can get, you can get all that, like that excited rope droppy energy out right up front, do a ton of stuff. And then you got like, there's this nice thing that happens in the middle where it's just like, Oh, I can just sit here and mm-hmm. then not I feel can like you're wasting time. Up. Yeah. 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 And Agreed. it rewards that it's, it's a park that rewards that, like just sit and hang out thing. Right. Whereas Disney world, you kind of have to have a day for each park, right? And then mm-hmm. an, an extra day for park hopping and whatever. And I Whereas think that's Disney Springs. And, yeah. There was yeah. a trip you would Jimmy, the, the, I think the last trip that you and I took, uh, to Disney world, you, you were asking me, you know, what, what do you want to do? What and and it was this interesting thing because like I could tell that you were wanting to give me like, okay, well make, let's make sure that you get all the highlights because it's Disney World and you're flying all the way across the country to get there, right? You know, and and I I wanted that, but I also really wanted that moment of th- those moments of like, oh, I'm just gonna sit and hang out in this place and soak in the atmosphere, but it you really need to be there for like two weeks in order for that to happen <laughs> right? to get to a point where you can just right. stop and sit. Yeah. Oh I mean, yeah. You need you, to go a lot. Right. Or cause even if you have it in your mind, it's just like, I'm just going to hang out on main street because that's what I would do here at Disneyland. You, you still have that, that, that park hopper or that energy in the back of your mind. It's like, come on, you're wasting. This is wasting time, you know? Right. So yeah, for sure. Well, in the interest of our listener, uh, unless you guys have anything uh, profound or anything else to share yeah, about wait, our trip, just 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 a second here. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at looking at some of the deal, not deal, D twenty three stuff that has come up. Did they make an announcement about Run Disney at Disneyland? They did resort. Oh, cool. Oh, I missed that. It, yeah. are, are we back? We're back. Oh, because then I got to get in shape. I don't run. I want to uh, do I mean, it. I can run. It's like reading. I can read it. Just don't do it. I would do it with you, Eric. I would also do the uh, Disney World half marathon. Should uh, we? Should we? And by we, I mean you two. Uh, maybe think about planning a Supreme Resort uh, Disney World trip, or no, or whatever. Run, a run, run, oh, run, run, run team yeah, trip. Supreme Resort. Run? Yeah, like uh, Ears Up did, and they just walked it. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, I was you, there for that. That would be me. And that's why I'm not going. But you two, well, you, you two Supreme Resort, youngsters. you have to be there. I, can I get a cart? Can I get a... The, Ooh, that'd the, be awesome. You can get a mobility <laughs> scooter. I mean, 5K, the 5K, you can definitely walk the whole thing and you'll be fine. But 10K and the half marathon, you gotta, you gotta go because they will sweep you. And when you get swept, um, you don't come back. Mm. I don't know. They don't make this very clear, but when you get swept up by the balloon people um, (laughs) at the end of the line, they they have, they have balloons. So it's like, it's like they're they're approaching women with balloons who are walking. (laughs) Yeah. They're, they're following after you with balloons and when they pass you, a van comes and they put you in that van and no one has ever returned from that. There are thousands of people that go missing at every Disney run <laughs> because they're going a little bit too slow. So that's how they did the bodies exhibit. Uh so in a related news, uh, my colleague who's doing the Ironman right now has just finished his bike. He is now nine and a half hours into his race, <laughs> and now he gets to go run a marathon. What a lucky person. And uh, I have sciatica, and I, I, don't, I don't relish standing up right now. And it's 50 degrees and raining, so... Yeah. No, He's but estimated I, to finish at uh, 14 hours at 9, 9.25 p.m. Central Time. I appreciate the encouragement, but if 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 our show is going to do a run Disney thing, I'm not – I, I know what team I'm on. I'm not going to go. Like, I'm not a runner. I don't, I don't well, want to be a runner. Well, then it will be a Supreme Resort thing. It'd be a year two. It's two out of three. I guess well, we could we could do a live recording, Eric, whilst what? running. While we're running, do a whole play by play. Oh, we're now running uh, behind Avengers we, Campus. We can have all the electronics like in my scooter because that's oh, how I'm perfect. Be doing it if I yeah, do we'll it. get some lav lavaliers. <laughs> anyway, all right. Anything else uh, of uh, significance? Anything you're going to announce that they're going to hear nine days later that they heard nine days ago? Uh, no. Great. Well, in the interest of time, in the interest of our listener and uh, my stomach, we're going to call it a day. We talked about concierge. We talked about, oh, we need to talk about other shows. Eric is also on. <laughs> what uh, other shows is Eric? Ears on? Up. He's on Ears Up. He has oh, replaced wait, Terrence. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry we keep doing this, but we saw a Tiki Room dad. Ooh, oh, a new Tiki Room inspiration, dad. A new kind oh, of Tiki God, Room that's dad. That's right. That's the right. Tiki Room Dad in training, who was there on a, what we think was probably a first date. And Eric, you're probably going to describe it in a way that's potentially less offensive than I would. To, okay, I well, <laughs> I, I was wondering about this guy this morning as I was listening to a recording of the Tiki Room on Spectro Radio, which you should listen to, spectroradio.us. I just heard the other day the full ride-through, including pre-show, of Ellen's Energy Adventure. Oh. It was really cool. We it's been a while the, since I heard that one, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't heard it before on the Spectro. <laughs> nice. But yes, um, the, there was... A, <sighs> Dan, Dan has this whole Tiki Dad thing, but... At, when we went to the Tiki Room on our last trip, we had a moment where we looked around the room and said, "Okay, who are the Tiki Dads here? Who's going to, who's going to not sing once the birdies tell us that we need to sing along with them?" 
Yeah. What and, like what kind of are they gonna do this the thousand mile stare? Are they gonna like take sudden are, interest in their shoes? Are they gonna yeah. mouth the words yeah, and not yeah. actually saying which is my favorite? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um this this one guy who is with a a young woman that that a young couple, maybe first date, maybe, maybe ninth date. I don't know. Yeah, probably first um, time at Disneyland together. That's kind of the vibe we got there. Um, she was into the show and she was doing the damn thing of saying, come, let's see this thing that I really like. How do you react to it? And initially he did not react well. And Dan was very <laughs> negative toward this, this gentleman. Dan was conf- convinced this guy was out. He was the, he was the stoic Tiki room dad who was not going to enjoy the experience. But well, by I, the end, once we hit the war chant. Oh, he loved it. He was in. He, he loved it so much. I was sold. To and the point that when they sang the song that tells you what they just showed you, which <laughs> right. is what that song is. Tiki's he was into that drums. song. He was <laughs> into that song. Chant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which what right. reminded and me he was, was he was yeah, dancing oh, he was again. So into it. He was so into it. Like I really thought that like it would go in the direction of like he'd go go back, talk to his friends, be like, I knew she was in Disney and Disneyland, but I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he was into it. Like I wanted to go up to him and congratulate him. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> for finding you the glory. Have, you've made it. So yeah, Jimmy, when you were talking about what we had co- what we covered in the show, it made me think of the the song where they tell there you, you what, Well, what thank you, just you very watched. much. Yep. Uh, here I'm going to turn my microphone chant. off. Great. Uh, okay. So uh, that's our show, everybody. Ears up. Uh, listen to that, Eric. Terrence has, has been replaced by Eric. Um, I We love Terrence and we miss him, but Eric brings a level of um, of unique voice, which we love. So listen to Ears Up if you don't already. Um, and then... Uh, the Scraping the Vault is our other show. It's wonderful. Straight to Videos is the sequels. We recently did our first live action remake. And the argument will have to be made, Daniel, that are the Pinocchio, live action remake of Pinocchio oh, with Tom Hanks. Oh. Here's my question. Is it a straight to video, not sequel, but does it that... It went straight to Disney Plus. It went straight to video. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, things we have to consider. Um, anyway, so that was not a great movie. Yeah, um, if you don't... So it's possible to not be like a weird racist about casting people and also mm-hmm. recognize that a movie is poorly made and has a terrible script. Uh, yes, all of those things are true. Um, anyway, scraping the vault, and then uh, uh, the uh, the banter best no, just Bantha Milk podcast. <laughs> They're still in the trailer doing their thing, um, and then you've got ears up in depth where they do the news. Which again, because of how the news cycle works, by the time the show comes out kind of not relevant anymore uh but anyway <laughs> so um, those are other shows concert years a56 hour ears book a trip to hawaii and uh that's it so dan eric on behalf of dan and eric i want to say be good to each other and we'll see you in the parks i don't know <laughs> <laughs> oh by the way nobody else got covid oh that's right oh, yeah yeah that was that's an important point all right. To, I'm the only uh, one. Nobody else yeah. got COVID. Including Natalie May. Including right. Natalie May, who had a wonderful time at their wedding. The end.
be good to each other. Fresh break. I realized that Terrence listens to this show, so I couldn't actually say, I think it's better now. <laughs> it's, not it's not because of Terrence. It's not it's better because, because Terrence isn't there. It's better because Eric brings a unique voice is what yeah, I was. Eric. Yeah. So, but anyway, it, I like it better now uh, because it's I, credibility is the word that comes to mind um, by nature of who you are, by nature of this show, et cetera. But anyway. When I think you you came on after we had both said this, Eric, I think what I think the show is better with you on it, but it would probably be just as better if it, if Terrence was still there and Agreed, you were yeah. also there. Yeah, I think meaning he was that like that. It, it it wasn't like Terrence was broken. It's just the show needed something different, and I mm-hmm. also th- it needed a cousin <laughs> Oliver. <laughs> That's me.